I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. Today I'd like to share a story of the great Mandela. The following is a true story about Nelson Mandela as told by former U.S. President Bill Clinton. That was pretty smart of you to have your jailers come to the inauguration and all of that. But let me ask you something. Didn't you really hate them for what they did? Nelson replied, Oh yeah, I hated them for a long time. I stayed alive on hate for 12 years. I broke rocks every day, and I stayed alive on that hate. They took a lot away from me. They took me away from my wife, and it subsequently destroyed my marriage. They took me away from seeing my children grow up. They abused me mentally and physically. And one day, I realized they could take it all except my mind and my heart. He paused and then continued, Those things I would have to give to them, and I simply decided not to give them away. And so I said to Nelson, Well, what about when you were getting out of prison? The day you got out of prison in 1990, it was Sunday morning, and I got my daughter up early in the morning, and I took her down to the kitchen, and I turned on the television. She was just a little girl then. I set her on the kitchen counter and I said, Chelsea, I want you to watch this. This is one of the most important things you'll ever see in your life. I watched you walk down that dirt road to freedom. Now, when you were walking down there and you realized how long you had been in their prison, didn't you hate them then? Didn't you feel some hatred? Nelson replied, Yes, I did a little bit. I felt that. And frankly, I was kind of afraid too, because I hadn't been free in so long. As I felt the anger rising up, I thought to myself, Nelson, they have already had you for 27 years, and if you keep hating them, they'll have you again. And I said to myself, I want to be free. And so I let it go. I let it go. (sighs) This is one of the most powerful stories I've ever read. And Nelson Mandela, beloved Madiba, is such a... just, Just an incredible being who's come into my consciousness a lot lately, so it felt right to share this story. And hopefully you know his story, the first elected president of South Africa who was jailed for 27 years and who amazingly came to realize calmness inside a prison and one of the worst prisons in the world. 
where he was forced to break rocks. And as he's talking to former President Clinton, he, he owns his hatred that he had for his jailers. He said he, he stayed alive on hate for 12 years. These jailers took everything away from him. He was abused mentally and physically. And then one day he realized they could take it all except my heart and my mind. Those things I would have to give to them. And I simply decided not to give them away. It's amazing. And then when he was leaving prison, he, he honestly replies that he still felt that hatred. If you can imagine being imprisoned for 27 years, how could you not hate those who had abused you while you were defenseless? And he said he was, he was afraid too because he hadn't been free in so long. Right? He hadn't been free from that prison life. And as he felt the anger rising up, he thought to himself, Nelson, they have already had you for 27 years. And if you keep hating them, they'll have you again. And he said to himself, I want to be free. And so he let it go. (sighs) That's really the answer to everything. His desire for freedom overcame everything else. If you have a sincere desire for freedom, it will allow you to let go of everything, everyone, and every memory to achieve that freedom that you want. It's not easy necessarily because we we want to hold on to these attachments Nelson Mandela stayed alive on that hate. There probably would have been something comforting if he continued to carry that hate. It was familiar. But he wanted freedom. He wanted to be free. And so that gave him the courage to let it go. Whatever you perceive to be keeping you from freedom points to the very thing that you must let go. And you must let go for your own good. To not give your heart and your mind to a situation, a person or a thing that is harming you. And harm is very layered. There's outward harm that can be this, you know, this type of physical abuse. And then there's the emotional abuse that is often overlooked and can be hard to see. If you hold on to things that have been done to you and continue hating those who have done it, You are actually a prisoner. You're a prisoner of your own mind and of your heart because you are locked away in that hatred. It's preventing you from being free.
I remember when I was in meditation in a Zen garden, I walked a labyrinth and the message kept coming to me from the saints. I was just asking them for, for guidance. And the message that repeated was let go and be free. <laughs> and I read this story again and it's, it's the same thing. Nelson Mandela had to let go in order to be free. It's like we want to be free with all the stuff we're carrying. <laughs> so we're trying to get on this plane for freedom with so much in the form of memories and thoughts and future projections and imaginations that the plane is full. We can't even get on the plane. <laughs> we can't even go to freedom because all of our stuff has filled up that plane. But if we let it all go, that plane only has space for one. If we let it all go, then, then we can go. But if we choose to hold on to one memory, one thought, one bit of hatred, that occupies the seat. Freedom requires letting go of even the sense of identity you've created for yourself. And I think that Dear Mandela embodied this lesson as well. If he had continued to stick to his story of being a prisoner, he would not have been able to become the president. He had to transcend that victim mentality. He would have been very famous if he would have just stayed in that story, could have written books. He could have described that life. And the whole world would have still loved him because of his resolve. But the fact that he was able to even put that story aside and transcend it and even joke about it. I remember once he said, in my country, first you go to jail, then you become president. The fact that he could even joke about that shows transcendence when you are able to have humor about something that you once struggled with. You've transcended it. Until you can laugh about it, you're not, you're not fully over it. You haven't fully let it go. This desire for freedom must be present. That alone provides the strength and the courage to let everything that's keeping you from freedom go. And this doesn't always mean an outward change, physical change. More often, it is a mental and emotional one. It is the, mi the mind and the heart that keeps things locked away. When you allow people to go their own way without feeling a sense of responsibility for their lives, and I'm not talking about children or, 
or those that cannot help themselves. When you're holding on, when you feel that you have a responsibility to help and change this person's life, that is an attachment that you're creating. It can have positive motivations. But if it's not stemming from an organic inflow process, if it's being forced, you're not free. Let it go. Just remember the story. It's enough. <laughs> he thought to himself, Nelson, they have already had you for 27 years. And if you keep hating them, they'll have you again. How much do we hold on to memories of past hurt? Maybe through our childhood we endured traumatic events. We've held on to that hate our entire lives. If you keep hating them, they'll have you again. But if you say to yourself, I want to be free, that alone will help you will give you the strength to let it go and be free now, to be here now in this present moment without all of that baggage. Stripped of even your identity, boundless and free as your truest self, which is without limit. You can create any story can live any reality. Everything is possible for you. But as soon as you believe that there's a limitation, you shift from being the formless to entering the, ro- the, the realm of the f- of form. Suddenly limitations exist where there truly are none. You might limit yourself based on your story of yourself, what you think is possible for you. We are fortunate to have great beings like President Mandela who shows us our limitations are only in our minds. We're limited only by what we hold on to. We suffer because of what we're choosing to hold on to. Let go and be free. Of course, that is what I always wish for you. And I thank you so much for being here. Namaste.